0: Let's get this bitch started. I said we got this. Flow stupid yet the rhyme so brilliant. Never could you bring the kid down. I'm too resilient and fuck them biting ass niggas who be stealing. Y'all niggas copy my style like a chameleon. I'm a resilient. That's one in a million. Too high for ceilings is how I am feeling. What the blood clot? How did all these thug rocks have me looking dumb hot with my eyes all bloodshot? Now that's a mugshot in the making
1: no need for oven when you're waking bacon yo 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 welcome back to another episode of the hip-hop heads podcast h cubed up in this bitch
2: yes sir yes sir we're back with another episode this week man and this week initially uh we had planned to uh just do a couple uh first listens um and then we just again as it's happened for the last couple weeks pandemonium kind of broke out yep. all around and uh uh we kinda had to do a little hybrid show for for today. So we're gonna talk a little bit about what's going on. Uh particularly what's going on what's going on in the past twenty four hours with the Young Thug and Gunna YSL situation. Um and then we're we'll gonna a little bit of first uh listens as well. So a little little bit of half and half for y'all to 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 rock with us here for sure.
1: There you go. There you go. Well the the first thing, let's start with the the easy shit. Uh, Dave Chappelle's attacker uh, I forgot mm. what the guy's name is But he is being denied Release on bail By the LA County um, By the LA County Sheriff's Jail, Sheriff's Department or jail Whatever the fuck it's called But yeah. um, honestly I don't think anybody is surprised And I don't think anybody cares <laughs>
2: <laughs> This is kind of like When, uh, when the uh, Jesse Smollett thing happened Oh and yeah they like, And they were like Uh I don't know. I think he he was saying some shit like, "Yo, uh, I'm still innocent. Da, da, da If something happens to me in jail, uh, you know, I'm I'm I didn't do it or whatever the fuck." And everybody was like, "Dog, we don't fucking care. You wild the fuck out. <laughs> we don't care anymore." Take so, your yeah, no, light skinned
1: this... ass on to jail. Do not pass go. Do not collect three hundred dollars.
2: No, none of that. None of that. Straight to jail and just shut the fuck up for mm-hmm. six months, please. But um. But in this case, um, did, did you see the video at all of, of the whole Chappelle situation? <laughs> yeah, I saw it. So, all right, let me ask you, right? Do you feel like this was more. Because me and my brother were having this conversation, right? That, like, I personally feel like this wasn't like the guys, like the dude being angry at what uh, Chappelle said. I, I think he was an LGBTQ person. Uh, like person
1: a, or he was like an advocate. Activist.
2: yeah yeah like advocate and and my whole thing is this right that like i don't feel like this was the same thing that that will smith uh did to chris rock no uh because i know we we're getting a lot of comparisons i'm sure you heard on on social media my brother pointed out that like he felt pretty adamant that um that you know this was in a sense like inspired and it's going to become the new norm that when people are upset, this is how they react now. Now, I don't think that's what it is at all. I think more so what it is than that is that people want to get a fucking viral moment. Yeah, you know what I mean. And, and granted, you know, I'm not saying that the dude wasn't an advocate for what he said he was, but I just feel like more than more than like it changing the norm of how people react when they're upset. I think that this guy just wanted to have a viral moment. Like, I really do feel like that's what it was.
1: I think he did, too. But at the same time, it is becoming more of a problem because from, like, bigger shows, as we've seen with uh, Dave Chappelle, to just like smaller comedy club shows. Like, I've seen at least two videos in the last week of, like. Just, you know, random Karen getting up and interrupting an entire comedy show, not letting the comedian actually tell jokes anymore, like literally walking on stage and just inserting themselves and telling them that they need to get off stage and all this other shit. And literally half of them, I you mean, know, get one of them, uh, all of them, both of them are getting clowned by the audience during this whole thing. But it's just like people think that now it does. It doesn't even have to include violence. It can just be like, I didn't like the joke that you said you need to get off stage, bitch. Leave the fucking comedy club. If you are that uptight over jokes Leave a fucking comedy club Maybe your soft ass doesn't need to go to comedy clubs anymore Because comedy clubs are not a place For the faint of heart to go
2: You know and it's funny right Because like I'm thinking like Where the fuck did these motherfuckers grow up Like and the reason I say that is because I mean you grew up and essentially in the same area that i grew up yep and and i think about like the mean shit that kids said to each other growing up and i'm like bruh y'all motherfuckers is really getting this butthurt y'all must have not had niggas going on y'all like every fucking day yep you know from nigga the morning to, the moment you walk into the school is niggas joining on each other going crazy I'm talking about 7 30 in the morning. Yep. You get you getting picked. Like I'm talking about straight picked on. Yo, your outfit's trash, man. They look at this <laughs> nigga, dog. Immediately. know you still got crusties in your eye, bro. So <laughs> so I don't I don't understand. Like I like, for example, right? Like, I feel like if um if any comedian really was to make a joke about, I guess, Latinos or something of that nature, um, it wouldn't be something that I feel like I would get that butt hurt about because I don't know, dog, like I just don't think that there's anything that anybody could say that could rile me up enough to do something, especially if it's in a joking manner.
1: Yeah, exactly. You, you know
2: what I'm saying? Like like to be honest with you, right? I wouldn't even care like if the person like were to use like some derogatory terms for Spanish people as long as it's like for a reason. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like 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 if it's just somebody saying a derogatory term for the sake of saying it, then yeah, like I, you know, I would look at it kind of funny, but I feel like if it's a part of the joke or a part of whatever, I wouldn't care. Like, you know, I'm not going to say the word, but like if somebody used a derogatory Latino term, uh, just, you know, to make the joke, at least me personally. So I I don't really understand where everybody who, uh, you know, who who reacts this way or, or feels this way, where the fuck these motherfuckers grew up, man? Because it, yeah. it couldn't have been we in Maryland, I'll tell you that. Oh,
1: hell no. Because they'd have been, like... Basically, they'd have turned into a goddamn school shooter by now. You know what I'm saying? Oh,
2: for sure. <laughs> for sure, dog. Half of these motherfuckers would have been, dog. For sure, bro. Because, again, dog, like, we, we kind of grew up with that being a part of being... Of growing up. Like if you had older brothers or cousins or whatever, like it even started there kinda. Of. Hell yeah. So And it was like a rite so, of
1: passage of growing up with a bunch of
2: niggas who just made fun of each other. Oh yeah, for sure. Like at first you started off as the young nigga just kinda getting picked on a little bit. Yep. And then as soon as you got older and shit, you might have said some slick shit to somebody. And then it was like, Oh damn, this nigga think you funny, da 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 and then yeah, I think you said it best, it's like a rite of passage into into uh into kind of like teenage teenage kind of age kind of like older age kind of so yeah. i don't know man and, i mean I'm that just,
1: type of stuff it makes you stronger like i don't care what anybody
2: <coughs> says like you know what i'm saying like, for sure let me tell you no bullshit dog like I, I feel like anytime you just learn to have uh you know thick skin and learn to understand that at the end of the day words are just words yeah like, that's the ultimate lesson of jonin when you're fucking young is that words are just words you're gonna be fine you know it's not that big of a deal just laugh it off nothing like, fight over yeah so, again, y'all motherfuckers who's fucking drowning over this, I feel uh over anything a comedian says, y'all either went to a lame-ass school and y'all had no fun during lunchtime, <laughs> or, 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 or you're just faking it at this point, because I, I, I don't believe it, dog. Yeah, like, I, like,
1: I have to go with you on that one, because everybody, we've all been submitted to comedy our entire lives. Right. Why are people just now getting super upset about stuff?
2: Yeah, I agree i agree man this so, is crazy crazy times you're living in man it really crazy is because so, like, have you gone to like a like a local kind of comedy show before? oh yeah uh-huh yeah I've, I've i've actually before the pandemic started uh it was like one of the first times i had gone and i ended up going like pretty consistently after a while just because i thought that shit was funny and shit dog like, it's great it really is like a way to just like you know, just let out just fucking stress or whatever and just laugh off a long ass week of work or yep. whatever the case might be. Um, so I don't know. man. I think people need to get over themselves and just laugh a little bit. And uh, yeah, hopefully, ho- hopefully this this uh, this string of, uh, of shit going on, you know, comes to an end.
1: I agree with you, my brother. I agree with
2: you. Because sooner or later, these comedians about to go on strike. They about to be like, fuck y'all, we ain't doing nothing." Yo, of this comedians
1: shit. is about to be on their Mike Tyson shit. That's what the fuck is about to go Nah, you're right. <laughs>
2: fuck strike. The, or, or they about to be on that blammy shit. They about to be like... Blackhound, <laughs> blackhound. Black yeah, yeah, come on stage, nigga. I'm protecting myself. It's Florida, bitch. Y'all gonna learn today. Yeah, y'all gonna learn today. No <laughs> bullshit. Hey, I'll tell you what, though. I, I feel like this is a good first step uh, in, in, in kind of getting people to stop doing this shit. Because... If you fucking see the picture of the nigga that fucking uh, jumped on stage, dog, he literally looks like he was, like, covering a bomb that blew up. His arm is, like, twisted inward and broken out of socket or some it's shit. It's, like, the exact opposite way that it should be. Yeah. It literally looks like there should be, like, his head should be facing the other way. It's kind of crazy. So, I don't know, man. I think it's a good uh, way to hopefully deter people from... Further doing this And at the very least You will get the, the holy shit beat out of you I'm telling you Um, You know what I mean Y'all don't and, want
1: it With these people man They got security And a lot of them
2: Ain't afraid to whoop Your damn ass They goddamn so They actually been waiting For this shit to happen
0: <laughs> Like
2: for the longest time Nothing happened Niggas is really just Dog I'm trying to tell you These is big motherfuckers And their fucking Size 14 boot Will fuck you up Facts so- Facts. So, so don't don't fucking do it, man. Let's let us let, stop all this. Can
1: no you I'm imagine saying. if we was like Charlemagne and it just had a big ass nigga like wax that, mm-hmm. <laughs> that 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 was that nigga's entire job? You know what
0: I'm
2: saying? <laughs> hey, it, it's hilarious how literally that is that nigga wax's job. Yeah, like yo, Charlemagne talks a lot of shit, and niggas is probably gonna want to press him mm-hmm. uh, at some point. So make sure that niggas don't press him. Exactly. And all you need is a big ass fucking nigga with dreads and that oh, put
1: yeah. that, that any time he seeks to fight, put him on a fight, puts on a pair of fingerless leather gloves.
2: <laughs> That's fucking insane.
1: <laughs> he said that what podcast they said that, that nigga carries black leather gloves with no fingers in every in like in his back pocket every day.
2: You know, uh, that that tells me of, of somebody who's one hundred percent been in a lot of fights. Oh yeah. Because I, I guess I never really knew um That like your hands could get fucked up From punching a nigga in the face (laughs) (laughs) Yeah But you could really fuck your hand up From Mm -hmm. punching the shit out of somebody Like it's not It's usually not It's usually a give and take In any fight It don't matter if you whoop a nigga ass Believe me
1: I mean there's only so much space Between like Skin and bone, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Even even for a real fat nigga, there's only so much <laughs> space. You know what I'm saying. So yeah. it was essentially bone crashing into bone with a slight layer yeah. of skin over top of it. You know what I'm saying on on both That's sides. Insanity.
2: If you really think about it, it's fucking insane. It <laughs> really is, Doug. Like it's borderline barbaric. You think think on,
1: about bro. your knuckles, and then you get hit straight in your eye with with knuckles, oh, and man. you got this four knuckles popping out and shit. Like nah, bro. I'm sorry. Yeah. Shit. That's why that's why I'm going fight dogs. I don't like to get hit because if I get hit, nah. it's going down. <laughs> For sure.
2: It has to it has to go down at that point.
1: <laughs> oh Crazy. man. But speaking of going down, mm. young Thug and Gunna have been caught up and arrested with street gang indictment brought up on Rico charges, man. Oh man. They say that yeah. uh he is uh accused of racketeering and leading a street gang. Um Young slime life, uh which they also someone called young Stoner life this one, mm-hmm.
2: yeah, uh, so for it's it's kind of crazy, so um apparently uh the feds have uh information, I mean you already you already know this I mean shit. yeah, y'all, we saw how this shit worked with the whole six nine situation Rico <laughs> case with the whole Bobby Schmerder uh Rico case that that, yep. that happened all of this shit has played out publicly in the past, yep it is really unfortunate um because we we've, we've seen how it's worked out in the past yeah. bobby smurda he held it down didn't snitch uh but he still faced um he's he he still ended up uh, facing 7 years in prison um and, and I, I don't i don't even know if he was charged as um as like the the leader or the head person of it but in this case it looks like um young thug is being charged as the the head as the head founder. of yeah. uh huh so You know um it's i was actually watching a video on this earlier uh from what i understand gunna should be fine as far as any kind of legal charges because i think he's just getting charged for being part of the gang Mm -hmm. and and you know we we've again we've seen this happen in in the last couple years that you get charged just with being associated excuse me with this organization yeah and in this case that's all they have on gunna um so they're saying that he probably most likely won't see any jail time. Um but the problem here is for Young Thug. So, yeah.
1: Cuz they said they said Young Thug got uh 56 uh in uh 56 count indictments with mm-hmm. 28 others which are not uh 56 state indictments with 28 others which means they're probably the federal
2: indictments. Yep. Yep. So he's facing a lot of shit right now. Um you know, we've all obviously kept up with the whole uh wife and lucci and young thug situation they've been beefing uh, apparently it's a real beef real street beef my mm. have died on both sides from from my understanding and um and, and i think they came out and said that they they have they believe that they have evidence that young thug uh sent out a hit on on wife and lucci who's currently in jail so wow. all of this shit is just not looking good for Young Thug right now. Nope. Um, I I want to say he had a court hearing scheduled for today. Um, I'm curious to see if uh, if if anything came out about that or after that. Um, give me one second. Let me see. If... Okay. Okay. Here we go. Uh, okay. It just says he appeared in court. Yeah, he just appeared in court. It doesn't really say for what. But um, apparently, um, I guess to add more to it, um, um, the, apparently the documents of the of the court case reveal that they could be coming after Lil Baby next and his crew. What? PM. Yep. Yep.
1: See, y'all niggas need to get out the streets, man. Y'all can't be famous and be gangster. It
2: doesn't work. You know, I, I I completely agree with that, right? But um, I, somebody pointed out earlier that a lot of these guys, a lot of this shit stems from like way before they became famous. And yeah. it's kind of crazy because the same could be said for um for uh, uh Trey Wade, uh, Nine Trey Crips of, I'm sorry, Nitrate Bloods that was with uh with six with, with six nine. A lot of this shit was years ago. Same thing with Casanova. Oh, wow. You know, same with Casanova that I almost honestly forgot about. Well, I mean, when
1: it comes to Rico cases, you know that they usually have years and years worth of evidence before they try and break take these niggas out.
2: No, that's a fact. That's a fact. And and again, that that's just I guess to answer, you know, because I've definitely thought that myself. Like, why are these niggas doing this dumbass shit? They're fucking rich and famous at this point. Why are they still doing this? But um, again, uh, in in a lot of cases, um the shit that they have against the person is usually uh involving them before they were famous and before they you know made it in rapping um the problem with this case is that i think that that's not the case i think that they have uh um, information it's just saying that that young thug did some wild shit um i think it's like again sent out a hit on wife and luchi so it's i don't know it's just going to be a crazy crazy way that this all um just breaks out and how this shit gets figured out. I don't see Young Thug not doing any time, to be honest with you, just because of all the shit he's facing, um, I don't think he's gonna fucking tell just because I don't know. I just Yeah. That would be a fucking mind blowing right there. Yeah, it really I would. I, I don't think he would. Uh so I, I feel like he's either gonna take a plea, a plea deal, or he's gonna fucking fight it. And again, I guess we're gonna see at some point Exactly how much time he's facing? Yeah. Uh, after all this shit gets, you know, after all the smoke. I sandals. mean, it's
1: like fifty some charges. No, it's like fifty six state charges and twenty eight federal charges. I mean, I'm assuming that's like thirty years at least, depending on what the charges are. You know what I'm saying? Like, and they well, just, they just break it down by RICO as the yeah. classification for like mafia slash gang activity. Mm-hmm. So like, there's no real knowing because uh, I mean, most of the time you can look up laws. And say okay how much is the Usual sentencing time For you know like perjury lying under Oath or Mm. you know Tax evasion or some shit like that And we always talk about how famous People get away from shit like that But yo it's hard to back up off a Rico charge I can't think of too Many people period rappers Or whatever that have gotten caught up With Rico charges and can just straight beat them
2: The only ones I think were uh, Fucking murder
1: I think so and I and I really don't remember the outcome of all of that shit But I just remember that they were they were Caught up by the feds because they said that What was it? Murder Inc. was made up Was created by drug money mm-hmm. And I, I, I don't know how they could have Tracked that down all those years later Because like what Murder Inc. was made in like The mid 90's for real for real before Even before they really popped off Yeah I'm trying to tell
2: you dog The feds don't wait till you build your house Till you have everything nice Till you furnish that bitch to come in and be like, nah, nigga, boom. Just knock that bitch over.
1: Do you see this house? It's my house now. It's my house now.
0: <laughs> you
2: see those couches you just bought from fucking Marlo's furniture? Mm-hmm. They mine now.
1: You see your wife that's not gonna be with you in jail? She's mine yeah, now too.
2: She's mine now. <laughs> and she's also the homies, just so you know. Hey, ain't I'm no fun. To tell you. I'm and the homies to tell you. can't. uh uh-huh, That's a fact. <laughs> that's a fact. But listen, man, I again. Uh, just big shout outs to Young Thug and and, and everybody who's uh, facing these charges. I hope that, you know, because a lot of times people, uh, when they face this amount of charges, a lot of the charges are just charges that, that like, that the whatever the person who's charging them throws in just in case other things don't stick or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure that, you know, he's not going to have all 56 charges uh, Get charged on him. Yeah. Uh, when, when it's all said and done. But again, I do feel like they're gonna try to make an example out of him.
1: I could say um, that they would probably do like somewhere between twenty to thirty of the charges. They'll probably they'll really, really try and hit him with out of the fifty-six. Um and we'll see how many of that stick out because I'll, I've again I've never heard of any Rico case. Not saying that I've studied these joints extensively, but yeah. I've never heard of a Rico case where somebody had X amount of indictments or some high ridiculous amount of indictments uh, that uh, gets hit with every single one.
2: Are you sure that that's not for the entire YSL like organization, just like the the charges brought up against the group itself, or specifically against Young Thug?
1: Well, as as the leader of the group, I would assume that anything brought up against YSL would be brought up directly
2: against him, too. I mean, it Cause even, he's the well, one that made the decisions. You could you could argue that. But again, I, I, I actually hope that that's what it is, because if that's the case, I'm almost positive that a good lawyer, which I hope he can get, uh, would probably be able to beat that just because I mean, I, I don't I don't know. Again, just like you, I don't. We don't study these cases. We don't really know <laughs> yeah. a whole lot about law here. Yep. But um, I don't know. I, I just, the uh, I got an H that tells me that he it, 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 it would be all right in that case. But nonetheless, I, you know, pr- prayers up to everybody involved. Hopefully yeah. this could be resolved. And hopefully, you know, Young Thud doesn't go away for too long. Hopefully he can bail out, continue the tour until he gets sentenced, which I don't know when it's going to be. But um, hopefully it isn't uh, too crazy, man. Yeah,
1: but let this be a lesson to all the little young niggas coming up, trying to get in the music industry that are that are running around in the streets and shit. Disconnect that shit from your life if you are going to try and be a musician, because it yep. w- it can pop up and get your ass in the background. It, we've seen it on major artists, we've seen it on minor artists. So don't. It, think don't, that you're it almost get
2: always does. Like in, in all in all honesty, right? Whether we hear about it, like we are now, or we don't. Like for example, if somebody's close friend dies in the street yep. or some shit like that, like a rapper of some sort, it, it it almost always happens, bro. Like it's it's almost inevitable that this shit's gonna come back and catch up to you, whether the feds come knocking on your door mm-hmm. or fucking bullets come fly through your window, dog, exactly one or the other. And I'm sure none, neither one, none of us want either. So
1: facts, facts. Let's
2: just leave that there. Let y'all niggas let that marinate. Yes, sir.
1: All right, well, uh, I guess that ends the discussion things for today Uh, So we're going to go ahead and slide into We Know You Love It, We Know You Miss It First Listens
2: Okay, we are back, baby, (laughs) uh, we are back
1: And we are on our uh, Give You What We Think shit, you know, on certain songs And Uh today we are going to go down And we're going to hit three tracks from the new Jack Harlow uh, yes. we going to hit a new Meg the stallion track. We're going to hit a new, uh, South side and future track, uh, featuring okay. Travis Scott. Um, you said his name was blast, right? Blast. Yes. Blast. blast. Yep. Uh, we got three tracks, uh, from that young man. Uh, and we got two or three from push T from his new joint. It's almost dry. Yes. And mm-hmm. we got the new Kendrick Lamar, joint, the, um, the hard part five. Yes. So we are gonna go ahead and let's just start with the white boy, because he's the, the hottest thing in the world right now. All the all the bitches want him of every hey, race.
2: Before before we started, I, I know you've seen or should I, should I say heard that song first class all over your timeline. Like all over your timeline. People are making memes or little videos using the I might have
1: heard it but just don't know what song it is yet.
2: <laughs> dog, dog, that's
1: dog. that's the old nigga and me speaking.
2: Hold on, let me see. I know once I play it, like literally the first second, you're going to be like, okay. I oh, I guess first five seconds.
1: Yeah. I That's know it's, you've the heard feature. it, maybe not. That's a, uh we grind in first class.
2: The Fergalicious? Uh, the, the
1: Fergalicious Joe. yeah. No, not Fergalicious, is it? It's glamorous.
2: Why don't Fr- I just combine glamorous and Fergie? <laughs> no, I mean, it's the same artist.
1: No, no. I, Isn't Glamorous, what's her face? Glamorous is Fergie, ain't it? Yeah. Well, was a I, song that I swear to God, and I can't, I can't remember what song it is. I swear to God, there's one song that Fergie and, um, what is that blonde chick's name? The one from No Doubt, Gwen Stefani. Uh, uh-huh. I swear to God that they both did a song on the same beat, and it's a different song. And I don't remember what it is. I wanna I I thought it was glamorous for the longest time and I know it's not now.
2: Also on some dance hall shit. <laughs>
1: I know, boo.
2: They got the uh they got the same rhythm and shit. Yes, sir. The exact same shit. Damn, I'm kinda curious as to what song is it is it would it be the same beat of uh of glamorous?
1: I wanna that say was... that it's that one, but I'm I'm pretty sure I'm I'm not correct.
2: I, I kinda Kind of, All right, let's try to remember to find this out after the after. So. Yeah,
1: that's definitely one I gotta look up. All right, well, let's go ahead and start with Mr. Jack Harlow. Uh, do you have a specific one you'd like to start with, or you want to just start with uh, "Talk of the Town"?
2: Let's do "Talk of the Town" since so it's number one on the album. I kind of want to get a glimpse of how it would be. Yes, to listen
1: to this sir. All right, let's do. We it. always
2: talk about the importance of the first song in the album, so no ball. Let's check this. Joint hold out. on, hold on, hold on. Okay. Let's
1: find a full version of this bitch first before we try and bring it up. There we go.
0: <laughs> a few moments later.
1: Hmm. Okay. Interesting.
2: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, so, all right, man. So I'm going to go ahead and just speak on it real quick. Um, I, I was a little underwhelmed, to be completely honest with you, uh, just because we, we've listened, we reviewed his last album. Yep. We felt very strongly about it. We felt like he was one of the... Uh, one of the, I, I could probably say one of the only white rappers out right now rapping that like are still cool. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, yeah. like they're kind of cool with like girls is liking them and da da da. He's part of like the the it thing right now in hip hop, and uh, and yeah, man. So I don't know when I when I when I hear this, I, I feel like it was underwhelming because there was no actual drop of yeah. a beat. It was just a piano in the background. Yeah, wasn't wasn't the biggest fan of that decision, and I was also a little. Confused with the little uh, change up At the end right there
1: Yeah it like randomly changed like there was no like Like kind of like lead into it It was just like bam all of a sudden Plus like I felt like his rhymes on there Not not like they were bad but the flow That he used over the beat that he had mm-hmm. It just wasn't it wasn't great It was like it was off beat most of the time It just didn't sound right like
2: It was a little boring too yeah. to be honest. Like yeah. there was cause see here's my whole thing right I feel like if you're rapping over A beat that doesn't necessarily have a beat like the uh like doesn't doesn't have any drums to it yeah nigga you better be saying some powerful shit uh i'm telling you because they're like at this point it's just your words that that's selling that the track
1: and it's not the beat of the of the drums that you're going off it's the beat of your cadence of your rapping Mm -hmm. and if you don't really have a strong cadence or much of a cadence at all in that Mm -hmm. it's not going to work
2: yeah so I mean, I'm gonna be honest with you. I wasn't too convinced. Like, if this was a song, uh, and, and granted, we are gonna listen to two other songs. Yeah. But if uh, if I were to just stumble onto this album and this would be the first song, I don't know if I'd be convinced to listen to the rest of the album off of that first song. Not at there all. There was a couple a couple slick lines here and there that I did like. Yep. Um, I actually liked the second part, whatever that was, if it were to be on its own. I'm not. It was just sounded weird. There. That's that's and i'm I trying to figure out job. was
1: that jack singing or was that someone else
2: like i i don't know yeah yeah and and again usually um i feel like it, it should be him because everybody when he does have a feature on here uh it looks like he does um credit them on on the joint so i don't know i don't that i don't know i well, guess anything is possible with with a good engineer nowadays
1: i i hope this is the only subpar song on this album for real cause, yeah well, I guess that means we can just go ahead and slide into the next jump. <laughs> yeah, uh go. The next one is Churchill Downs featuring Drake. Let's
0: do it. All right. A few moments later.
1: All right. What what'd you think of Churchill Downs?
0: I guess I should have known by
2: the title of the song. But <laughs> this, this is essentially a Drake song. Yeah. With a Jack Harlow feature, yeah. Let's be fucking real.
1: Because I was like, this beat is a very Drake sounding beat, and Drake yes. rhymes circles around him oh, on yeah. this joint. So, like, oh, yeah. you're definitely right. It's definitely more of a Drake song featuring Jack.
2: Let you know. And, and again, I, I don't know. I'm gonna be honest, man. Like, I hear some good lines from Jack, and then he'll he'll take a couple bars off. That's that's what I feel like the problem has been. Yeah, from what I've heard so far is that he'll come with some with some flash shit right but dog this is literally you playing Drake's game here and yeah. he little bro you on his joint rightfully so he is he is essentially like the the older bro as I'm sure we've all seen uh Drake and, and Jack Harlow yeah. hanging out on IG so um but again i i feel like this is a very calculated move by Drake because essentially what it sounds like is that Drake probably already had this shit recorded and just added the little piece at the end about mentioning Jack. Yep. Because uh, you know all it was is a line.
1: It could have been uh, e- easily done, yeah.
2: At the very end too. So um, you know what I mean. Um, and again, I, I just feel like Jack's verse was okay. <coughs> Excuse me. I think Drake. I think Drake killed it. I think he. Uh, this is his. This is where he's comfortable. And I think we all we all could agree that this is probably where Drake does his best rapping is on these kind of introspective kind of sounding you know yeah, songs
1: exactly it's just it, it, like you said it's that drake sounding junk. the shit that he's comfortable mm-hmm.
2: on so I, mean?
1: I mean it's not a bad song i also feel like drake had a longer verse than yeah, jackson like much longer
2: yeah no nah, that's a fact again um drake always likes to name his shit like some little witty you know uh london town name and shit right like,
1: like what the hell is churchill downs like what the fuck <laughs>
2: I don't know, dog, but I'm sure, again. I'm almost positive that if if he didn't have anything to do with the song's original creation, he at least named it for sure.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. All right, well, let's go into the last track from here. Hopefully, it's not as disappointing as the last two. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's called "Poison" featuring Lil Wayne.
0: Let's do it. All right. A few moments later. All
1: right, what'd you think of "Poison"?
0: I think this is probably.
2: My favorite joint, favorite all around joint that I've heard so far. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't like the first verse from Jack Harlow just because the beat hadn't dropped, and I don't understand why because the beat was fucking vicious.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, so much so that as soon as my man Tunchi came in, uh, I just it became a song that I liked, you know. What I mean? And and when I heard Harlow's uh, third, uh, second verse, yeah, I liked that joint too. Um, Again, I, I still think that he took off a couple bars on his joint. I don't know what it is, man. Like I just, I feel like, I also feel like he's doing. He's been around Drake too much. He's doing the Drake. Uh, I was just about vocal- to say
1: he needs more beat drops in his shit. That's that's what really helped him out last time. This this really like I don't want to call it sentimental shit, but like you know this like like almost like uh, Maybach music sounding type shit that that he's trying to go on right now is is it's not working for Jack.
2: No. Nah. No, not at all. Um, And again, I've actually heard on Twitter that a lot of people are saying that he kind of is doing the whole Drake singy, you know, a little joint or whatever. And I feel like you can do that to a certain extent. But once, again, you need need the drums in there to make sure that your voice sounds all right, man. Exactly. Exactly.
1: So, three out of three, we both really
2: only liked one.
1: (laughs) Uh, about, about, yeah, because I mean, yeah, the half. joint with Drake had its moments,
2: yeah, moments, yeah, but the first one I wasn't, uh, I don't yeah, know. yeah, I Kinda agree weird. with you on that. Kinda.
1: All right, well, let's check out what the fuck Meg the Stallion has out here, uh, with the
2: yes. s- song Plan B. Yes, now, if just a quick preface here, uh, I believe I, and I'm sure you've probably seen this, uh, this is the song that she performed at Coachella, uh, oh. Okay, and I believe this is a Tori Lane's This.
1: All right, well, let's
0: get into it. Let's do. It. A few moments later,
1: what'd you think of uh Plan B? So obviously sampled from the Jodeci. Uh, was it freaking you? Uh, remix.
2: Yeah, I was about to say this, this, The joint sounded a little familiar for sure. Oh yeah. Now, if a good uh. DJ
1: is gonna mix that shit. And it's gonna be fire. That's
2: all I wanna say. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm sh- listen, bro. I'm sure at some club, on, on like on a ladies' night type of joint mm-hmm. or some shit, it's definitely happened where they mix the little joint together, like a good back, you know, back to back joint right there.
1: Hell yeah, cause she's gonna say, cause dick don't run me, and then you got every time I close my eyes, I wake up feeling so mm-hmm. horny. You know what I'm saying? That would go <laughs> great, dog. Like a DJ has to combine
2: these two. Hey, it's just hilarious. Again, another in, uh, instance where, um, you know, people talk about how like crazy music is now. Mm-hmm. But fucking Jodeci's over here talking about like blatantly saying, "Yo, I be waking up horny as shit." Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Can't get you <laughs> out of my mind. Sexing you is all I see. So, bruh, Jodeci. Let me stop. That's a, that's a wild nigga right there. Man. Yo, Cisco. Like the whole Jodacy crew, for real though. Like, all that shit was nasty. I loved it though. <laughs> on,
2: Cisco, Cisco, was was with them? no, not
1: Jodacy. Uh, not Jodacy. He was in Drew Hill. I don't know why the fuck I said him. That was um, Casey and JoJo
2: I were a part of even... Jodacy. Hold on, Casey and JoJo was uh in Jodacy.
1: Yeah, that's why their their names make up the name <laughs> Jodacy. Wow, <laughs> 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 learning. Get the fuck out of here. Yes. For real? All the members of Jodacy, their names combined make up the word Jodacy. KC Joe, 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 Joe Yep. And then I forgot wow. the other guy's name, so or the other couple guys' names, so. Oh, I hear babies. Yes. Hold
2: on, <laughs> make sure we clear. I think we're gonna clear. All right. All right,
1: All right. So um What else did you think of that? Or, or did you think of anything else of it or?
2: Uh, no, nah, I mean, overall, I think the rapping was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I thought it was a good, um, I just wish that I feel like I know honestly, I wish that Meg just wouldn't talk about this anymore and until the shit gets resolved or whatever. Yeah. Um, uh, because I don't know, bro, I, f- I feel like there's been a lot of he say she say, and until we find out, I guess when this shit gets you know taken to court, it really is just gonna be a lot of he say she say, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, at this point. So, I mean, it was good, it was a good song, it was good rapping. I liked it. I liked that she took it back to hip hop and, and and like really went. This is like a. It sounds like a beat that you write a this song to. Yeah. So you know what I mean. It had that energy. It definitely had. It. I liked the little intro at the beginning. The mm-hmm. fuck me, know the fuck you. Like so. <laughs> I thought that was that was a pretty pretty hard little joint. So I thought it was it was pretty good. Yeah,
1: I liked it. Um, I still think that Meg Thee Stallion is probably one of the best spitters currently out. For sure. Because uh, I she's been able to spit on every fucking thing. So. Uh I just want to see Meg prosper but also I have a like if they told Tory he couldn't talk about shit why can't why is it that Meg can that's my main question.
2: Oh yeah. No I mean of course you know I i I'll ask myself the same thing um cuz if anything you could argue that she's antagonizing Yeah. uh, uh Tory in this case um uh, which is another reason why we just need this shit to be sped up. We still don't understand why the fucking US uh justice system Moves about as as slow as the DMV yeah, no uh, system, so I don't know, man. That shit is just gonna last for fucking ever, man. Hopefully, that shit gets resolved soon, so we could laugh about what we want to laugh about and not, and we have all the facts and we could actually find out what the fuck actually happened. Well said, sir. Well said. Yes.
1: And on that note, let's go ahead and slide into the next joint. We're gonna do Southside and Future featuring Travis Scott. Hold that heat. That's cool
0: Bad. A few moments later.
1: All right, what'd you think of "Hold That Heat"?
2: I liked it. At first, I was a little—I uh, don't—I wasn't really sure about how I felt about Travis's part. Yeah. Uh, but I think I think he came through better. Uh, uh, on on the latter end of that song, and I think that Future just killed it. I think Future had the best verse on here. The better verse had other two. Um, and yeah, I mean, it, it wasn't a great song. I don't think it's a song that's gonna. Blow up or do a bunch of numbers Or mm. anything like that But I do see I mean I like it I, I feel like I, I would probably listen to the song again I, I I like the joint It's not a sure.
1: bad joint for sure Um, But honestly if I didn't go into this song Knowing what it was called I would have had no idea what the fuck they were saying during the chorus
2: but see that's the part i feel like that's kind of the whole thing about it now is that as long as it's catchy it doesn't really matter if the audience knows what what the fuck is you know people are saying yeah at at least on the hook
1: but in songs words mean things
2: i mean that's how you convey shit in a song
1: (laughs) so if i can't understand Uh, your words like i'm
2: just like uh no 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 not necessarily because you can convey things through like the sound uh, m- melodically yeah but uh, music is,
1: is is primarily especially rap is made up of lyrics and words and if i can't understand what you're saying what's the point you know what i'm saying like if you're mumbling so bad that I have no idea what you're saying as the hook, like I said, I like it took me a minute to figure out like what the hell are they saying? Oh, wait a minute, that's the fucking hook. That's the name of the song. Like, like I said, if I didn't know that this was the name of the song going in, hold that heat, I would have had no idea what what fucking Travis Scott was singing during the middle of that shit.
2: Let me let me just answer that by saying I hope I never get to your age, man.
1: <laughs> oh, it's coming, dog. It's coming. Ah, uh, it's uh, I dread, the
2: day. I dread uh, the
1: day. I'm just saying, dog. Like for real, for real. Fucking rappers use your words, dog.
2: That's what. That's that's, that's the whole thing. You sound like you was born in in the early eighties. Niggas, rappers rap with words. I don't understand why that's a problem. (laughs) But my nigga, but but you're acting like it's 2011, and this is the first time you heard a mumble rap. Like, I mean,
1: I mean. Yeah, okay, mumble rap, but like, I'm sorry I've never been one that didn't like unclear music Where I couldn't understand it I mean, come on now (laughs) No, no, but
2: okay, but you're acting like You only listen to music for the lyrics 100% of the time
1: I, all I'm saying is, if I can't hear the words of the song and I can't decipher what they mean, I'm just gonna be confused and I'm probably not gonna go back to that song. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, well, there's a lot of. Good? I mean, yeah, if it sounds good, cool, but there's a lot of shit that Young Thug is on, and I've said this multiple times before. I can't understand a fucking thing that that nigga is saying. But the song okay, is me, catchy as shit. But I don't understand what that nigga says.
2: Let me, Let me ask you this, right? Are you Are you a fan of like house music at all? Not really. No. Okay, then this. Might not work. Yeah, all that type of music,
1: when it's like, when people are rapping over it, or people are singing over it, like, pop music and shit like that, I can attune to it more. But, like, I, I just, I'm not a big fan of some of those driving beats that comes with house music.
2: I guess what I was trying to point out was that, um like, oh, you're right. I mean, obviously, <laughs> there's certain rappers that I would want to hear clearly, like a Kendrick Lamar, a J. Cole, somebody who's actually saying something of importance right Mm -hmm. but i feel like when i'm listening to artists like future travis scott young thug i'm not i don't feel like you or or at least me personally i don't listen to that with the same ear that i would listen to a strictly traditional hip-hop song slash album with and, and I guess that's what I'm saying, that you can't listen to it I mean, with the same music. I I
1: get what you're saying. I, I mean, I understand what you're saying. All I'm saying, and it's and it, I'm not trying to diss anybody or really argue the point because, like, I feel like the point is very simple. Like, I just didn't understand what they were saying at first, and it occurred to me, that's the chorus. Like, that's the, the name of the song. So I was able to put that together. But there's a lot of songs out there where, yes, there's mumble rappers. I don't get what they're saying. Like, yeah, I might listen to the song a few more times, but I'm not going to actively go listen to a song where I can't understand what they're saying all the time, whether I like the beat or not. That's just me. That's me personally. You know what I'm saying? I like to be able to understand, for the most part, the music I get. Now, listening to all these mumble rappers over the years, I've learned to decipher some niggas. You know what I'm saying? But some niggas are still out there and the code is gone. You know what I'm saying? I don't have the code for these niggas. You know what I'm saying? And Young Thug is one of those niggas that like I don't have the code for all the time when that nigga raps.
0: He's gotten he's gotten
1: better. He's gotten better for me as what I enjoy more in music. Like I said, I don't need clear exposition and all that other shit like you get from Nas or Common or Tyler Kwali, But I need to at least understand a good majority of the song so that I can really, really vibe with it. You know what I'm saying? And it's not like it's not like I'm judging the song. Because there's plenty of good future songs out there I don't know all the fucking words to, and I still jam to Like I said, it, it depends on the song But at the same time, I just Personally, my point of view I prefer to be a little more clear With the lyrics I hear, but again, in rap Right now, that's not always the thing, and I understand That, I'm just saying, for me personally
2: That's it Let's just go to the next song, man
1: <laughs> Alright, what is the next track? This you is, uh, me. Blast Yeah, we're gonna okay. move on to Blast Bad, and bad. since I didn't write down the songs, I only looked them up.
2: Oh, my bad. I, you we know, will start
1: right. down with Sky Lounge Music.
2: Yes, sir. I think that's the first. Yep, first song. Dog, this,
1: this song is like a minute 30 seconds.
2: Hey, I'm here for it, man. We got short. Te- Thanks oh, to all the weed we smoke, our attention span is only <laughs> capable of handling a minute and 30 seconds. No, no bull. Right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, let's get into this. Hold on. <clears throat> nigga, not even. This shit is like 50 seconds. Hey well, the, the longest
1: one I see said a minute thirty, so that's. I mean, the first one I saw said fifty seconds, so we'll see what it say. <laughs> All right, well here we go, let's do this.
0: A few moments later.
2: Okay, so that was obviously the intro. Yeah. The first song, so let's just listen to number two, which well, I guess let me just say uh-huh. I really like her little harmonizing and singing. Yeah. I think that was, was pretty pretty dope. So I'm curious to hear the song that follows that. So let's just listen to "Never Was Wrong." All right, Pat
0: a few moments later. My bad. What'd you think of that? I actually really liked that joint. Um, I thought it,
2: it sounded a lot different than uh things were usually. I feel like we usually listen to them first listen. <laughs> yeah, no um, And I don't know. It was, it was it was almost like a breath of fresh air in a way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It felt, it sounded different. Um, I liked it. I liked it a lot.
1: Yeah, I fucked with it too. I thought that the beat was real chill. Which I really liked, and it was a good—it was a good juxtaposition between the flow and how like the speed of the actual track itself. You know what I'm saying? Uh, mm-hmm. But like, it was smooth, it was clear, it was concise, it was on point. Uh, he had a nice little harmonization with his voice and wasn't using uh, auto tune, so I would
2: always respect that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was a
1: great song. Like, I'm kind of excited now. To check out, check out the other two
2: versus yes. The first
1: one we tried <laughs>
2: for sure. It sounded like a summer joint too, in a way. Oh, for sure, for sure. You know what I mean? So. Let's check out the next one though. Fake Love in L.A.
0: All right, let's do it. Featuring Aaron Ray. A few moments later.
2: All
1: right, what'd you think of Fake Love in L.A.?
2: Uh, I, I liked it too. Um, I thought it sounded a little similar to the first one, a little bit in a way, yeah, a little bit. First one we heard. Um, but but I I like the the like you know the change up of the other guys singing uh uh Aaron Aaron Ray singing their voices are a little different so I felt like it had a good switch up there. I thought the drum was pretty good.
1: Yeah, I thought it was good too. Uh good vibe to the song, and nice nice uh I like the story behind it, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. it was all just it was all good like all around song. So like I really got to give mm-hmm. it to this guy like I don't think this is an artist that I've heard of before you said you wanted to do fresh listens for them.
2: You know to to be completely honest with you right? Um the only reason I know him is because I listen to uh, a LA based uh podcast. Uh. He, this guy is I mean obviously I guess by by his uh, beats that he chooses, but he's a LA and because he says no fake love in LA, he's an LA artist. Um but he is I would say he's probably uh like one of the bigger up and coming uh, LA artists. I don't I don't I wouldn't even really call him up and coming because the nigga literally has uh Rick Ross on the joint. So I, I don't know if I wanna call him up and coming necessarily <laughs> but, but definitely one of the newer uh LA artists. Yeah. Uh, is uh is is blasting? I like what I heard uh previously, so that's why I was I was curious to listen to this one. Nah, this
1: joint is legit. I'm gonna have to like actually check out this album. Like, there's mm-hmm, not yeah. many not many artists off of a first listens that I've heard for the first time. You know, pull me into that, but this yeah. this is Fair definitely enough. one of them. Fair enough.
0: All
1: right, well, let's go with continue on with him and do couldn't wait for it featuring Rick Ross. Rick rouse the boss. Huh? Yes, sir.
2: Oh,
0: a few moments later. All
1: right. Well, what'd you think of couldn't wait for it featuring Ricky
2: Rose? Hey, let me just start off this answer by saying, man, if any one of you bitch ass niggas out there that don't like me or, 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 or I don't like you, you better not let me pull up to your bitch in my car because I'm going to get her hip to some blast. <laughs> right? And she going to suck the nigga dick because let me tell y'all this joint right here is a vibe is a whole vibe. I feel Um I feel like every song we've heard has kind of had that little vibe to it, but this yeah. joint definitely, because uh, these niggas killed it rapping. Um, t- he was doing a lot of the singing shit in the songs that we heard earlier, <laughs> mm-hmm. but I feel like with this joint, it was um, he kind of broke his pen out a little bit more, maybe because Rick Ross was on it. I was about to say um,
1: Rose was probably the the the, the focus behind that.
2: Mm-hmm, and we all know that artists always say, you know, when especially when it's artists that they respect, they try to. Um, I mean, just like with with any competitive thing, you try to outdo. The person that's rapping it's a competitive sport so, exactly um, so I, I don't doubt that at all but um yeah i, I like this song i it had a really nice vibe to it uh i think that he matched up just as good as uh rick ross as far as the rapping goes and uh, i really liked it
1: i agree uh i don't have anything negative to say about it uh the only thing that i the only thing that i noticed is like i said while we were listening to it is that like Blast is doing his best drake impression on this joint while he's rhyming, uh, it doesn't sound exactly like Drake, but it sounds enough like Drake to be like, "Hold up, who am I listening to again?"
2: Oh, okay. <laughs> but, but see, I, I would, I would say that's a fair thing to say, just because of how much of a stranglehold Drake has had on that type of music and for a, like a long time. I'll
1: give that to you. you <laughs> yes. know what I'm
2: saying? So I, I don't blame you for thinking immediately thinking Drake because I, again, for like the last ten years, when we've heard. Like a song like this And especially with Rick Ross on it It's only you with know one mean?
1: High yellow Negro
2: Exactly Now we got a dark skinned Negro <laughs> There you,
1: you Ross, go There you go <laughs> my Man blasting
2: this joint But yeah man So definitely I'm fucking with it man Listen man I'm definitely about to listen To the rest of this joint I'm just saying I might pull up on Y'all niggas hoes with hey. this drunk I mean what? I, I,
1: I wouldn't be mad about it dog. You know what I'm saying I'm trying to tell you it. man
2: It's going to be a hot summer Y'all niggas better be ready man. <laughs> them, them shirts better be fitting right god damn it.
1: Facts god damn it Alright well let's go ahead and slip into the no, the second to last artist for today My bad yes. uh, Pusha T The first one on the list is Dreaming uh dreaming of the past featuring kanye wizest now this Mm -hmm. seems to be a shorter song too because it looks like it's only about two something minutes about so but let's get into it
2: let's do it
0: a few moments later
1: all right so what'd you think of that dreaming of the past
2: hey man i i think uh it's been proven in the past with daytona It's, it's proven with a song like this Pusha T and Kanye West are Scottie Pippen, Michael Jordan, and Scottie Pippen. Yo. Yes, I fucking
1: it's, it's, agree.
2: It's a combination that works very well. They have a great chemistry together. I personally feel like uh, Pusha T brings out the best in Kanye, mm-hmm. not only his production but also his rapping. I yep. feel like he, he had he said some shit in his song, like he killed it. Like when when he came on rapping, it was on, it wasn't the whole sixteen. But just whatever he said towards the end. Yeah, I was about oh, to say uh,
1: Kanye had the mad short verse, but you know it was yeah. vicious.
2: Nah, it was dope. It was dope, and it's like I one not, of the best
1: Kanye verses I've heard in over a year, honestly, and
2: in a long time. No, and and, and it sounds focused. You mm-hmm. know what I mean, like it doesn't sound completely random like a lot of Kanye verses in twenty twenty two. But true, um, I, I liked it. I liked it a lot. I thought it was a really dope song. Again, I think both of them bring out the best in each other, and I think they have it on this song.
1: I agree with you, and the one thing I did notice is that Kanye's voice sounds decidedly different, and I'm not sure if it's the fact that you know he's not using auto tune or. Maybe he's going through something and he was just like in a mood or something while he did this verse. But his voice just sounds so different from Mm. like all the Kanye stuff that we've heard so far, at least in my opinion. Like he sound like it almost sounded like super sad, almost, you know what I'm saying? And like, like he was like really dealing with something heavy, like, you know what I'm saying? But was still able to spit the bars. But it was just like, it was just, it was an inflection in his voice that just really sounded different.
2: Hey, to be fair, he he was going I'm pretty sure this this um if I if I get the timeline correct, I believe that this was around the time when the whole uh divorce and fucking Kim seeing uh you know, all that shit was going that, on. That that so, would make
1: sense. That would definitely make
2: sense. So, you know, hey man, every time we all know every time that Kanye goes through some shit uh in his life, uh each man, we get like some great music out of it. So definitely I think this is one of those cases. Um I, I really like this song. For
1: sure. yeah, I agree. All right. Well, let's go into the next song. Uh Push a T featuring Jay-Z and Pharrell Williams Neck and Wrist, which I still haven't heard all of yet, so I'm excited to hear this. Let's go. All right.
0: A few moments later.
1: All right. What'd you think of Neck and Wrist?
0: Thought the
2: drone was dope. Um, I actually think, you know, cause I've always I don't know if it's gonna be might get some heat for this, but I, I always felt like Jay Z's pen game was a little overrated. You know what <laughs> I mean? Again, I know that there's a lot of people out there who completely disagree with me, and that's fine. But I do think that he came correct with this joint. I think he had the best verse on the track to me. uh You know, he 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 addressed the what everybody always says about Biggie and 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 Jay Z. Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna lie, you know, a lot of their it's just I guess you know whatever sign is. Similar after you pass. I don't know. Yeah. But the point is, the point is that he addressed it here, said that look, man, I ain't trying to hear that shit. I was still gonna be Jay Z regardless. You know what I mean? That's how so, you gotta hey, do it. That's how you gotta do it. That's how you gotta do it, man. Regardless if it's true or not, you gotta stand by So uh, kudos to Jay Z, man. He can't do it with a five verse. Facts. I
1: like this joint too. The beat was hard, dog. Um yeah, but yeah, no, I don't really have much else to say that you didn't already hit on the head, so... I didn't
2: mean to take every little... point. Hey, again, it made it
1: easier for me, sir.
2: Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Fuck, let's go on to the last draw on this joint, and it is number two on the album. If y'all following along, Let the Smokers Shine the Coop. In other words, Let the Crackheads Clean the Car. There you go. go. All right, let's do it.
0: A few moments later.
1: All right, what'd
2: you think of that one? I I liked it. Um, I really liked the beat on it. I think the beat was a very unique. Um, not sure who produced that. Uh, but I thought the joint was dope. Um, I liked the other two a little bit better. I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. But I did like the song as well. I, I thought it was pretty dope.
1: Yeah, I liked this joint mostly because of the way that the beat was. Um, I mean, lyrically it was still dope. Um, but I mean, like this is like a this is like old school push. You know what I'm saying?
2: Like old school mm-hmm. clips type shit. And I I fucked sure. with
1: that. 'Cause
2: I'm an old school clips type nigga. Hey, I'm with it. I'm with <laughs> it, man. I, I mean I i I feel the same way. I, I wouldn't necessarily call myself an old school clips nigga just because uh uh I don't know. I just I wasn't part of the old school yeah. clips community, I guess. But know. nonetheless, uh this de- this definitely did have that vibe though of a, of an older kind of sound of joint. And I thought this one, I thought this one was dope.
1: I agree, I agree. Alright, let's go to this last song for today Kendrick yes. Lamar, The Heart
2: Part 5 And since you haven't seen the video, you gotta watch the video Because the video's kind of bet.
0: A few moments later
2: Yo I guess let me ask you How you mm-hmm. felt about that, being that this is the first time You heard it, because I've heard it a couple times already gonna...
1: I thought that joint was vicious It was a lot yeah. though, like I have to go back yeah. and, and listen to that at least a couple oh, more yeah. times To catch everything, but yeah. um he started speaking through the voices of like when he turned into Nipsey Hussle. Uh mm-hmm. and that joint that transition was like smooth as fuck. I didn't even realize it at first. Right. Um and yo, he turned into OJ Simpson at first. Is that who the first one was?
2: I believe it was OJ. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I think the next one was uh Juicy Smouillette. Okay. And uh He turned into Kanye at one point. Kanye, yep. And I forgot, it might have been one other person. And then like you said in the last, on the third verse, he turns into Nip. Mm-hmm. Which um, I think it was done perfectly, you know, yeah. I'm sure with Kendrick being from LA and Kendrick also being tapped in uh, with Nip before he passed, I have no doubt that, um, you know, he got whatever blessing he needed to get in order to, you know, to do something like this. Cause I'm sure this, this isn't something that you could just, that any artist could do. You yeah. I mean, it, it has to be somebody of Kendrick's statue. It has to be somebody who's from Compton. Uh, who, who understands the culture. And, and I think that he 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 gave it justice. He definitely did his thing on his joint. Um, I, I understand that there's some kind of controversy going on as far as the mu- music video goes. Um, yeah. I'm not really worried about that just uh-huh. because I'm here for the music. Uh, and, and, and I think that Kendrick came hard with this joint. Like you said, this is a song that you're going to need to go back and just catch everything because there's no way you can catch everything the first couple times, the first time listening. Hell to it. no, hell. Especially no. while watching the music video because mm-hmm. you're over here tripping out about holy shit! This nigga turned into Kanye. Now he's nipped. Yep. Then he was juicy, sweet yet. The fuck is going on? But nonetheless, I thought the joint was dope as hell. Uh, I, as I said before, I've listened to it at least like six or seven times now, just because I've been trying to uh, catch everything that's been going on. That's that's going on in the song. So yeah, um, yeah, definitely. I thought it was dope. Check the joint out. If you haven't already, uh, the heart part five. Yes,
1: sir. I agree. It was a beautifully done song. Again, gotta listen to that joint again <laughs> just to get what mm. I need to get everything from it. Um, I mean Kendrick. We always expect a certain level from Kendrick whenever he comes. Whenever he comes out to release music, so like I feel like I'm never really disappointed whenever I get Kendrick stuff because mm. like you know it's just another one of those artists that takes their time coming out with their music.
2: Yeah, no, I agree. I so, agree and again I think uh this Friday cuz his album is coming out this Friday I think um that'll be proof of it cuz if I'm not mistaken I think it's going to be a double album. Oh sure, I man. don't think we've ever gotten this much work from Kendrick all at once but no. again I don't think we've had this much of a delay between between albums so um you know and on top of that so much has happened between uh his last album and now mm-hmm. COVID uh obviously civil unrest uh, a bunch of shit, just in general, a bunch of shit has happened. Some very, very, very uh, hopeful and and, and and waiting for that, that next Kendrick album, man.
1: Friday, I, yeah. I agree with you. I cannot wait to see what else this man has coming to us. For sure.
2: All right. Well, that ends
1: the episode for today. Uh, we've gone through all of our first listens for Meg Thee Stallion, Jack Harlow, Southside Future, and Travis Scott. Bl- uh, Blast. Pusha T and Kendrick Lamar. Uh, everything will be listed in the description of what we write up for posting the podcast so you can catch all the names of the songs and look, listen to them sure. yourselves. Um, we really I didn't know. discuss um, uh, suggestions this week, so we apologize. We're, we're just going to go ahead and skip that this week.
2: I, I While that is the case, I got to say this suggestion uh, here. This is a suggestion by me and Kuba okay. i taking over this week. Um, <laughs> Nah, because I was listening to this joint earlier today and I was like, yo, I had this on here because I liked one song and then I listened to the album that was vicious. So for those of y'all, um, check out this band called Twilight. Uh, it's a, um, I want to say it's like an 80s band, uh, like R&B soul band. Hmm. Uh, and the album is called Still Loving You. Okay. Uh, that joint is fucking vicious. Like, it, if you just like that kind of R&B era or whatever that, that you know, that 80s um type of joint definitely check the joint out i think it's very unique I'm, i was surprised that I, I you know i think i found out about this group uh through tyler the creator because oh, i think shit. it was on one i want to say i was listening i was watching um a nardwar interview okay where nardwar always gives the artist uh an album or, or a piece of um memorabilia that that the artist can relate to yeah and for whatever reason i forgot exactly why but tyler uh, was was gifted uh, this album. And he was like, yo, check it out. You know, it's really good music and nobody ever really talks about him all that much. And sure enough, as soon as I checked it out, the dude, and and, and I say the group, I actually think it's only one dude, um, if I'm not mistaken. But nonetheless, uh, Dope Joint, uh, check out songs like uh, Just to Kiss Away, Give Love a Try, and uh, Scorpitarious. Okay. So uh, all dope songs. The whole album is really good. So check it out. Still loving you by twilight bet. I'll definitely check that out myself. No, nah, for real. Check it out. All right, bet. Uh,
1: and that will end the show today. Uh, y'all know where y'all can find us for your listening pleasures. We're on SoundCloud, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google podcast, and some other place. I didn't look it up today. So I hey, can't remember. W- well, on Instagram and Twitter at HQ podcast. And yes, that is all spelled out. And if you go to Facebook.com, just go to search out Hip Hop Heads Podcast and you will find us there. Mm-hmm. Uh, any nice. other words of wisdom you'd like to drop on these folks today, sir?
2: Listen, man, if uh, if for whatever reason you live in front of a park and um, there's an ice cream truck that passes by there on a day-to-day basis and you want to take your bong hit and you want to be patient and wait <laughs> for, you know, you want to be a good civilian and, you know, wait for all the kids to get their ice cream so they don't have to see the big clouds of wheat. Fuck that nigga You know why Cause you gonna be Just like me Waiting 30 minutes To take a bong here right, There you go I'm trying to tell you Fuck all that Nobody got time To be out there Sweating like shit So If that's your situation I know it's a very Specific situation That maybe none of y'all Can relate to But if you can By all means My nigga Light that shit up
1: There you go. Just light it up when in doubt.
2: (laughs) When in doubt, light it up.
1: All right, y'all. Well, uh, be good. And if you can't be good, at least be the best you can be.
2: If you can't do that, man, make your mama proud, man. If you can't do that, please, please, I urge you again use your turn signals. Mm -hmm. Let me tell y'all something, Mm -hmm. man. This whole time, I've been working in Maryland. All right, starting next week, I'm working in D.C. now. Mm -hmm. I need all you D.C. drivers. to hear me and hear me out, please. If you're trying to make a right turn, all right, there is I don't. There's not too many right turn only lanes in DC, if I'm not mistaken. So, I don't think so. Please, yeah. please, please, please. If you see my car, I'm not gonna say it out loud right now. <laughs> but if you see my car, motherfucker, use them goddamn turn signals. All right. Mm. Be considerate. Be respectful. And just goddamn it, let's get home safe.
1: God damn it! Listen to this man. He's speaking the truth.
2: I'm saying, man. Use <laughs> testing.
1: That's damn right. All right, y'all. Take care of each other. Wash your hands. Wash your ass.
0: You know we love you. Be easy. We out. Peace.
2: Peace. All right.